Well, we've just been hearing stories of Irish republicanism in the first half of the 20th century and extracts from oral history recordings where those stories are told by the people who lived through the events. Now, we're going to hear an example of inherited memory, memory passed down from generation to generation and complemented by local historical research. Our producer, Lorcan Clancy, visited County Roscommon and met Tommy Murray, who has researched his own family history during the Irish War of Independence. My name is Tommy Murray. I have worked in education for most of my life. I'm long retired now and enjoying retirement. And I worked as a general subjects teacher, first a guidance counsellor for a number of years, and then as adult education officer for County Roscommon. Both sides of Tommy Murray's family played a role in the Irish War of Independence and there's one story in particular that illustrates their involvement. So this is a, an incident that took place on the road between Roscommon Town and Lanesborough. He told me about a party of volunteers who were digging up the roads to obstruct the movements of the Crown forces. On the 11th of May 1921, when the War of Independence had really hotted up and got very rough and digging the road and making a trench was part of the tactics, disrupting communications and work like that the volunteers were involved in. When the trench was filled in again that evening, the volunteers proceeded to dig up the road again. But what they weren't aware of was that the Crown Forces had planted a, a mills bomb with a stone on top to keep the pin in place and to keep the striking pin, you know, from exploding the bomb. But when the volunteers then hit this stone, of course the explosion occurred and there was four of them involved and the four of them were injured. There were a number of volunteers on lookout on the road between Clunty Mullen and Roscommon and out towards Lanesborough and indeed one of them was my father and he heard the explosion and he guessed what had happened. The wounded men were brought to the island of Inchena on Loch Ree on the Shannon just a few miles from where the explosion took place. An old man called Paddy McDermott well I suppose he was a young man then brought them out in the boat to Inchena Island and there they were nursed and there were three families living on the island at the time the Shays and the Killians and the Connertons. My grandmother was a Connerton from Enchena and therefore there's a very close connection between the, the Connerton family of Enchena and myself. The connection with the island doesn't end there. Tommy's other grandmother, a nurse and prominent local Come in the Mon member, was one of a number of women brought to the island to look after the wounded men. Her name was Bridget Farrell, her married name. Her maiden name was Bridget McNally. My grandmother, on my mother's side, from, if you like, the Linster side of the Shannon, and she used to be brought in and out in a boat at night. And on one occasion, it was a very windy night, a storm blowing up, and when she was getting out of the boat on the uh, Longford shore, a gust of wind slapped the front of the boat against her, and she was expecting a child, and she lost the child as a result of that show. She always claimed that it was a little martyr for Ireland. Uh, she nursed the injured because she was a nurse. She used to be brought to various places to nurse injured. And my father, that particular day, he was on lookout. Many years later, Jim Murray 
my father was to marry a daughter of hers, which was quite a coincidence. Three of the four injured volunteers mostly recovered after a few weeks. And the fourth man, who wasn't too badly injured at all, suddenly got ill and died within two weeks of the incident. And what had happened was the eyelets of his boots were made of lead and they were blown into his skin. But it didn't regard it as a serious injury at all. But blood poisoning set in from the lead and he died. The body of this man, John Scally, was brought to the parish of Kiltevan. Which was only just about a mile from the island, really. And he was secretly buried in Kiltevan. And they did such a good job on his burial that the British forces who were going round searching the local graveyards because they had seen the amount of blood that was lost at the scene. And for days and days they kept searching. And they did such a good job on burying John Scully that they never found the grave. And then, years later, after the truce and the Civil War, he was reinterred in his own family plot out near Lanesborough on the Roscommon side in a place called Clontuskert. And uh, my father told me that it was a beautiful hot day in July and they formed a guard of honour around the grave and stood at attention while he was being exhumed, if you like. And that took about an hour and a half. And then they walked beside the coffin all the way to Clontuskert, which would be, you know, eight or nine miles, and uh, stood to in a guard of honour there while the burial took place. He said it was a a big effort in stamina to do that, but he remembers that incident very well. So that's a little bit about the story of the Clunty Mullen Mills bomb explosion. That was Tommy Murray there, sharing that family story from the Irish War of Independence in County Roscommon. That's all we've got time for on this evening's programme. Details of all our items, as well as podcasts, are available on our website, rte.ie forward slash history show. Our researcher is Liz Gillis. The History Show is a Pegasus production for RTE. For now, from me, Miles Dungan, and producer Logan Clancy, goodbye and thanks for listening.